okay, let's get fired up for this podcast. I'm a bit tired, just finished school and stuff. I have some new plans for for stuff that I'm gonna be doing for my YouTube channel. Some awesome plans actually, um, but I'm not gonna be talking about them today. I'm gonna be talking about other stuff. So those other plans for my YouTube channel and TikTok and stuff, or for another episode. But for now, we're just gonna be talking about whatever I'm gonna be talking about today. Roll the intro music. I just finished class. I just literally pressed the leave meeting in the Zoom meeting for my class today. Did did I actually leave it? I, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully I did. I don't want to be talking like this in class. That would be embarrassing. Did I? Okay. Zoom is now quit. All right. Okay. I'm I'm just scared. I don't want to get embarrassed and stuff. That that would be that would just be traumatic for me. I don't want to go through that all through all that stuff. You know. Anyway. The class that I just left today is a class called film criticism. So you know, you all know, you all know what film criticism is. Is how is like a, an art form, uh, a separate art form. In fact, that where you criticize films, you 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 know you. It's, it's not just it's not just film reviewing. It's much more than that. It's it's more like you know, watching films and then articulating what makes the film good or what makes the film bad. Now. We talked a lot about in the, in this topic today in the film criticism class. We talked a lot about the bad reputation that film criticism has. You know, uh, my the teacher that I have, he's a great guy. Um, I I I love how he handles his classes. It's it's great. It's great. The, I really enjoy his classes, and I'm really learning a lot from it. Uh, he talked he talked about how film criticism always had has a bad reputation in the industry. You know, uh, you know, don't be guilty if you think that way because it's really something that 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 is happening right now. Is that is that you know film critics are looked down upon. They're like some people call them failed artists who are just envious of other people's work. You know, and all that kind of stuff. There are a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, political. You know. Uh, you know, uh, tension between between film critics and filmmakers, and you know, I think the 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 what what made this topic this class really impactful for me is because it will actually one way or another will help me as a filmmaker to grow as a filmmaker. You know, uh, you might be asking yourself, Daryl, or you might be asking you asking me by asking yourself. You know what? You you might be you might be asking the question, Daryl. Why are you taking a film criticism class when you don't really plan on becoming a film critic? You, you know, you're 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 gonna be a filmmaker. You don't have to criticize films. You just have to make films. You know. And truth is, that's a really good question. I you know I also ask that myself. Why am I joining this class? I'm just gonna be. I'm I'm not gonna be criticizing criticizing films, and I think it's a it's a it's so much more of a deeper reason than. Than asking myself what I'm gonna learn from the from the from the film criticism class, you know, it's a much more deeper reason than that. Because uh, as artists, I'm sure all of you can agree with this. I'm sure all of you share the same sentiments as me. A lot of you, a lot of us as artists, uh, you know, we face the challenge of accepting criticism and taking criticism. You know, um, in fact, in fact, a lot of people know that. Taking criticism is important in evol in evolving in your artwork and evol in evolving your art, but yet we have a hard time taking them because you know uh, emotions get in the way and our own agendas and our own our own mindset, our own perspectives get in the way of us of us 
between us and the and the criticism that that can actually be helpful for us. So I think deep inside, the reason that I joined this class is because I want I want I want to be able to 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 broaden my perspective and learn more about what goes behind criticism for me to have empathy in what film criticism is and hopefully it that will in turn will help me um help me take more criticism in the future take you know and use that criticism to to help me evolve as an as as an artist and so far it's actually been working for me you know i i've i've gained a lot of new perspectives and which i'm hoping to share with you in this podcast and i've learned new things and so far i'm having more you know empathy towards film crit- film critics and why they do what they do you know why do they spend all their time even though they don't make much money from it to to criticize films to write about films and and really um it's something that they're passionate about it's something that film critics are passionate about not because they want they just want to talk about films not not because they just they just want to because not not they don't write criticisms for films not just because you know they they just want to talk and say that you know uh, this this film is is crap and this film is good. It's actually something much more larger than that. The reason that they write criticism, the reason they're, that they're film critics, is because they believe in in the fact that their artwork, their art form, will will is, becomes the cornerstone for the success of uh, the film industry. You know. Um, there's this quote from this reading that we were asked to read. I, I don't really remember exactly what it is because I read it last night at like 2 a.m. Um, it was something about it was something about opposition being the friend of art, and I, I just really want you to think about that for a minute because I I thought about it for a minute. You know, opposition is the friend of art. I don't exactly know if that's if that if, if that if 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 that's exactly what 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 I read, but it's what I remember, and I I completely agree with that. You know, um, art is something that continuously evolves, right? It's something that that it's a, it's not black and white. You you can't just say a, a, a an artwork is good or bad because what what's good and what's bad is and is subjective. And the truth is, the more that art evolves and the more that art takes risks, the more that art, uh, you know, the more that films specifically take risks in the emotional. In, in the emotion that they convey, you know, the more the more it becomes more creative, the more the directors think out, outside of the box, the better the, the entire industry will be, the better the entire art art form will be. And and somehow films the, the filmmaking industry, the film industry is not gonna be forced to evolve without criticism. And that and that's and that's the reason why opposition is is opposition is is the is the friend of art. And um, it, that that really hit home for me because because then the reason that film critics actually create criticism is not because of per, any personal gain. They don't really gain anything from it, you know. They don't really gain money. In fact, they they lose uh, good reputations because they make enemies. You know, a lot of directors hate film critics. You know, they they make a lot of foes on the way, and um, film critics are not gaining anything from it. Yet they still do it because they believe that 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 what they do is is helping the industry, is helping cinema stay cinema and not become you know uh, commercial and stuff that you know we can talk about in another episode. But it's so amazing for me. 
and it's so great for me that now now that I have this new perspective of 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 a film of of what film critics think and what film critics have to go through to be able to do what they do. So number that's number one. That's like one of the things that uh, that is now helping me take more criticism. And number two is that is is that I realized, which is which is still connected from the first point, is that film criticism is not a direct attack on you on me as a filmmaker on us as filmmakers whenever we receive criticism the reason that there's tension the reason that 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 you know critics became becomes enemies of 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 directors which is sadly the case is because you know it 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 starts to become personal attacks on the artist the criticism starts to become personal the, even though they're not personal attacks Artists will feel like they're personally attacked by the by the criticism and and um and it's 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 honestly something that I'm guilty of you know uh before maybe even now I'm still having trouble with accepting criticism because my emotions can get in the way whenever I get criticism in my artwork with make it YouTube comments or a criticism from a friend of mine I feel I feel like I can't really I don't really know how to explain it what I feel inside but it's 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 like it's like it's like, of course, of course, the, the the work that I created is something that I'm proud of. It's something that I, that is a part of me. It's it's something. It's it. Of course, it, it's it's not wrong for you to be proud of your work, right? It's not wrong. But that's also maybe the the root cause of why it's it's hard for me to take criticism, and um and have my with my emotions having to get in the way. But now that I have realized that. Criticism is another art form in of itself, and it's a part of a much larger whole. I realized that it's not a personal attack on me, even though it's a criticism of my work, even though it's a criticism of the films that I make, of the videos that I make. It's not a direct attack on me, but it's it's more of a it's more of a part of a larger system. It's part of a larger whole that it is much bigger than me. That is that of a, of, of a world that does not revolve around me, and. And the more that I realize that, the more that I realize that that criticism criticism is is not my enemy, and but it is my friend because it's a part of the system of of filmmaking. The more that it's easier for me to to accept criticism and to take it the way it is and help me evolve as a filmmaker, and you know, all that kind of stuff. All right. So far, those are the things that that re- that are really helping me and. Honestly, it's been so valuable for me because you know whenever I receive do receive criticisms in my comments, even though it's not as complicated as a film criticism, I still take on that mindset of knowing that these comments they're not personal attacks for me. You know, it's it's just part of a larger system. You know, comments were put there on TikTok for a reason, and it's helping. And these comments are what help the the platform evolve and stuff like that. So. These these are not. Whenever you receive criticism, whenever you receive comments about your work, just know that it's not a personal attack for you. Maybe you even criticize stuff in your own mind, and that's okay because it's part of the art. It's part of the. It, it's it's not art without without criticism. It's not. It's it, it. The art is not complete without without your art being criticized. And I think that's something that I'm really gonna take in my in in my future endeavors in my future works as a filmmaker so i'm really excited about that and lastly i think i just i just feel like it's sad to to know that these are what film critics 
have to go through you know uh they have such a bad reputation and the truth is in other industries it's not the same case if you think about it whenever you uh, whenever you think of the kitchen industry right there are food critics and and what's sad about what what's sad about the comparison between the kitchen industry and the film industry is that food critics they're heavily respected you know they're they're heavily they're, chefs respect food critics they're like a lot of what they do a lot of the work that they do a lot of the 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 evolution of their art is because they want to please the food critics they want to they they want to make the food critics happy about their about their food and it's not the same case with the film you know if you think about that if you really internalize that you you'd realize that you'd 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 realize how how much of a how much of a bummer that is and i think i think the reason that i'm telling you this message is because the same way that i'm really inspired right now that i'm really motivated right now by 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 my teacher is the same way that i is is the same thing that i want to convey to you if you're an aspiring filmmaker if you're if you're an if 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 you just plan on becoming an artist in the future just know that criticism is not your enemy it's never going to be it's it they're, they're not there to attack you they're there to help you unless you know there's a, there's just a, a critic that's that's actually like personally attacking you and attacking your persona that's but but you know you you, you just still, you should still know if that criticism is 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 something that is 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 proper criticism or it's just blatant blatant you know banter on your face or like calling you ugly and stuff Anyway, <laughs> just know that just know that proper criticism is something that that you should be should be aware of and something that you should really not fear and something that that you should actually be excited about because it's actually a really beautiful thing to encounter. Yeah, hopefully one way or another some of the things that I said, you know, th these are just things that are really fresh out of my mind out of out of me like just leaving that film criticism class. You know, it's it's, it's um I, I try to be as authentic as possible. I don't script these podcasts. I just talk on top of my head and hopefully these I was able to convey some of the things that I'm really emotional about during that class to you guys and hopefully you know, it could be valuable to you one way or another. You know, if it's not, then it's fine. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. What what else can I talk about for today? Uh, by the way, have you guys seen the 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 new talk of the town, uh, Snyder's cut of Justice League? I actually got myself a copy today, and I'm really excited about to watch it. Uh, don't ask me how I got the copy. You know, I don't want to <laughs> incriminate myself, but uh, I'm really excited to watch it tonight. Holy moly, I don't remember the last time that I've actually sat down and like watched a film just to like watch a film on my own and just enjoy it because you know, I'm in film school and all we do is watch films. All we do, all we do every day, we watch films, we analyze them and then you know, talk about the films and and make essays about the films and you know, it's still a lot of fun. It, I'm really grateful that I'm able to just watch films for school. You know, I'm really new to that concept. But, you know, sometimes it could not be fun because there's pressure and, you know, deadlines and stuff. And it could be also stressful. So I'm really excited to just sit down and watch something. And I, I heard that it's actually pretty good. A lot of people liked it. And I'm, I'm curious to see what it looks like. And I'm really excited to watch it. Let me know. Let me know if you guys have seen it. And I don't know. 
uh, we can talk about it on our on on the Discord server. You know, I'm, I've been having a lot of fun in the Discord server talking to you guys. So speaking of the Discord server, uh, I've I've received a question, a singular question from uh, what's her name, his or her name, Kael. Oh, I asked you to ask me a question, and and they asked me a question on Discord server, and here's the question. I don't know if you've already answered this on your vids, but what kind of film genre do you want to produce in the future? Really great question, Kyle, and I'm really excited to answer that today in this podcast. Um, by the way, if you guys have questions, feel free to ask them on the podcast. Uh, I have a, I mean, on the Discord server, I have a channel called About the Podcast. On the Discord server, I have a chat room there. You can just check that out and ask me questions, and I'm going to answer them in future episodes. But today, I'm going to answer this question. What kind of film genre do you want to produce in the future? Honestly, my answer to that is I don't know. I actually don't know. And I do not know because I just want to do everything. <laughs> I want to be able to get a taste of trying to do all the genres that I possibly can. Um, you know, I've I've already have some short films on my YouTube channel, and and a lot of them, if not most of them, if not all of them, are short horror films. And you might think to yourself, "Oh, does he want? Do I want to make film? Uh, just horror films in the future?" Well, the the truth is, no. The only reason that I'm that I'm making horror films in my home right now because it's what's fun. I guess, and it's really. Oh, I got a message. Sorry about that. And it's really, it's it's very easy to just make a horror film, you know, uh, to make a narrative in the realm of horror because you can just you know, uh, make some cheap scares and create like a narrative, like a very easy narrative. And for me, it's really easy to make a a horror film, especially if you don't have a lot of characters to work with. I mean, actors to work with to create more characters, and you know. Uh, but that that doesn't mean that I'm just gonna stick to making horror films in the future. The only the only reason that I make horror films now is because of the circumstances. But in the future, I do wanna maybe make a horror feature horror film. Um, maybe you know that's also something that I that I wanna do. But I also wanna make comedy films, even though I don't have a sense of humor. I also wanna make romance films. I also make dramatic films, action films, perhaps sci-fi films. I think that's one of my top. I want to I want to I want to do everything but so what I'm going to do is, is I'm going to rank all the genres based on what I want to make in the future. I think number 1, I think what I want to make is sci-fi, something in the realm of sci-fi. Be it in the realm of time travel, be it about about space, be it about 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 robots. I just want to make something that is science sci-fi because I'm I'm a huge science nerd. I was in a science I I, I used to be, I used to go to a science high school back when I was in high school, so that's something that I that I that I want to do. That's my number one. I think my number two would be would be romance. No, no, not romance. Drama, drama stuff like um maybe maybe romance romance in the realm of drama. I think that's what I, something that I actually wanna wanna work on too. That's my number two because. That's my top two genre because I don't know. There's just something about the the romance genre and drama and and that that seems a bit challenging because it really requires you to be to have a really good relationship with the actors because you know the performances are what's gonna lead lead the the, the films to success. So that's something that I'm looking forward to, and everything else I think it's tied. You know the horror films. And everything else is tied to top three. So that's my ranking for what I want to do in the, f- for what genres I want to make in the future. 
But uh, one thing that I do want to say is that whatever genre that I'm going to make, whatever genre it is, I do want it to be, to not just be something, to, to not just be that genre in of itself, you know? So an example that I can give you is like Get Out, right? Get Out is a horror film. And at the same time, it's also a political film that talks about race and stuff. So I think in the future, what I'm going to keep in mind when making my films is to make films with a message that I really believe in, if you, don't, if you know what I mean. Be it political, be it personal. Um, I, I want my films to have an impact, whatever genre they have. So, so even though it's going to be a sci-fi film about time travel, I want it to have like a subtext of, of something that I'm passionate about, of a message that I want to put out in the world. That's my ambition. You know, we all have our ambitions. I'm not saying that I'm going to make um, it, it's 100% going to happen, but you know, that's that's the that's the thing that I'm working towards and that's the reason that I want to become a filmmaker is because film is just such a strong strong way to, you know, spread your message, to have a voice and stuff. I I guess that's about it. That that's about it. I hope I answered your question, Kyle. Again, guys, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me in the Discord server. However you want, you can just you want to also tweet me. Probably gonna look at that, um, or you can DM me maybe on Instagram and let's see if if you're if you're too shy to ask your questions in public, uh, even though you're gonna want it on the podcast for some reason. If you want it to be anonymous or something, you can DM me on Instagram stuff like that. You can shoot me an email. You know everything is in the show notes. Um, or if you can't find the show notes, you can just go to the link in my Instagram bio or TikTok bio or stuff like that. You can email me whatever. Again, um, this the this that's that's all the time that I have for today's podcast. I have I have I still have some homeworks to procrastinate and to cram and to stress about. So thank you so much for listening. Always don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, follow me on TikTok, even though. 100% of you already follow me on TikTok, probably. <laughs> uh, follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, all that stuff. Join my Discord server, everything. Uh, watch out for the next episode. With that said, uh, thank you so much for your support for this podcast. Thank you so much for, watch for watching, for listening to the podcast. And I'll see you in the next episode. Nice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye.